What's up, everybody? Here on uh, Latino Free Minds, episode 25. How you doing, Christian? Doing good, doing good. Glad to be back. Thank you for having me back. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, Danny got uh, caught up at work today. You know, I think uh, the end of the month for him kind of gets gets crazy where he works. You know, it's something that uh, for us, you know, uh, we got to work full-time jobs. You know, hopefully one day we don't have to. Hopefully <laughs> this takes off. But until then, you know, I can't chingarle, como dicen. Keep it going. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, you know, th- this episode, we're going to have uh, Chingo Bling on. Um, very cool dude. Uh, he's got a couple podcasts, uh, one called Red Pill Tamales, the other one called uh, What Did He Said? Um, you know, have a, a conversation with him. He He's uh He's very interesting because, you know, uh, I think he said so himself. He he went from uh, Mr. You Can't Deport Us All to, you know, tell, not telling people or, you know, letting them know, hey, you know, we, we can't be going this this uh, democratic route any longer. Right. Uh, so, you know, he, he's got an interesting story because, you know, he, he he's well known, you know, in the Latino community. And, you know, I kind of want to touch on that and, and how how that process went right because i'm sure you know he's talked about it he he, he got a lot of hate and just kind of just seeing how how that all went went down and, and how he felt about it at the time and then you know hopefully talk about some current stuff and you know we'll go from there how, how was work for you today it was good uh keeping me busy you know but uh you know when you hear that that, that type of stuff you know that he had the story of you know going from mr can deport us all to, to where he's at now. And it's like, you know, you mean he grew? He grew as a person, he grew as a human being, you know? And it's like, if you go on your whole life believing in the same thing, man, without ever, you know, changing, you're seeing, you know, things in a different aspect, you know, which is what he did, right? You know, it's not feasible, the 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 idea of what, what we're sold, right, by the left. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, and, and they, yeah, like you said, there's nothing wrong with, you know, changing your perspective, all right, or seeing things from a different perspective. I think yeah. that's that's a huge reason why, you know, we started doing this because, you know, we see things a certain way and, you know, it, it, sometimes you don't hear a lot of people talking about it. And, you know, the majority of, of Latinos are led to believe, you know, certain in a certain direction, right? They're, they're led in a certain direction and, you know, it's not always what they sell you. So, you know, it, there's nothing wrong with, with growing, with having a, a change of view, you know, as long as what we tell everybody on this show is, you know, as long as, you know, you did your own research, you looked up your own things and you ended up on that conclusion, whether we agree or not, as long as you're the one that got there, you know, that, that's all we want. We want people to get to their own conclusions and not just get assigned, right? Because I think with with a lot of the manipulation that happens with, you know, the internet, social media, uh, news media, uh, celebrities, you know, they call influencers, um, you know, the the majority of them go in one direction and and they're just manipulating people. And people don't even even know they're getting manipulated because sometimes someone influential is telling you something you tend to believe 
or, or people tend to believe like, oh, you know, this person must know what they're talking about, right? This person has a, is a high ranking, you know, is a high ranking person, very influential, very popular, right? And then, you know, you see it all the time, but once they, they step out of line, so to speak, you know, then, then they come after them, right? Everybody's seen, you know, well, you don't even see Kanye anymore, but he, he's one, one example, right? He kind of didn't stay with the narrative, went out of line. And, you know, you, I don't, I know he was running for, <laughs> for president in 24, supposedly. I don't know how that's going, but, you know, I haven't seen him in a minute or heard yeah. about him. You know, I think recently uh, Ice Cube posted something about, you know, he wants to go on podcast. <clears throat> Ice Cube, what's up? Uh, <laughs> and, you know, talk about. Shout out Cube. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what's up because anybody that, changes their their tune versus the narrative kind of gets gets all that negativity towards them so right you know it'll, it'll be a, it'll definitely be a, an interesting conversation but um uh, let me see if i can uh add shingo in and, and we'll get this rolling yo 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 check, yo. check. <laughs> how's it Can going yeah we're here <laughs> okay, hold on a second. Uh, all right, let me see. There I am. There you are. <laughs> it's weird, dude. I can't hear myself, but uh, if y'all can hear me, then that's then we're good. Oh, good. I can hear you. We can hear you. Dope, dope. <laughs> cool. How's it going, man? You know, I had to rock my Fresno hat, big dog. Ah, uh, yeah, taco. Yeah, the, that's the. <clears throat> yeah, you know what's up. <laughs> the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. There you go. Yeah, they're having. I think they're having like a big. Uh, Fourth of July thing. I've seen a few billboards about it. I don't know if I'll go, but hey, you know, they're out there. It's gonna get hot this weekend out here in in uh, Central Valley. Uh, what what temperature? Uh, I think starting tomorrow it'll be like one hundred five. Oof. And then Oof. Saturday one eleven, Sunday one ten, and then one hundred nine on Monday, something like that. One hundred nine, one ten, and one eleven. Yeah. I mean, I, when, when I get in my car, it'd it be saying stuff like 105, 107, but yeah, uh, dude, it's yeah, it's it'll it'll be a couple uh hard days, but you know, probably just stay inside, you know what I mean? Keep the AC on and, and just go that way. What what about the homeless? They just uh they just kick it, right? I think so. I, I don't understand how anybody could be homeless out here. Mm. I would have I would have walked <laughs> I would have walked to San Francisco during the winter or something. <laughs> oh yeah, it's probably gonna be a lot cooler, right? They don't they don't get the one tens, one elevens. Nah, they don't. They they uh, stay in the, the water. Yeah, by the water. I think if it hits like seventy something, they're they're burning up over there. So uh, okay, yeah, the, the homeless got the right idea. Yeah, yeah, they, they need to go. Gotta there. be resourceful. <laughs> Have you ever seen a Salt Lake City homeless in the middle of the winter? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> no. bro, those are like those are like the Navy SEALs are homeless, bro. They got to do four years. In undergrad, <laughs> homeless. <laughs> Before they get the PhD and they get to live in Santa Monica on the beach. <laughs> oh man! But um, like I was saying at the at the intro, man, like you, you know, you're you're a very well known comedian, right? You you were doing your your music thing. You know, a lot of people know you by the, you know, all the the parody songs you did, right? Yeah. A lot of the time when uh when I when I tell people about you, all oh, the boots. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put those in a case <laughs> yeah dude we have a 
we have a bunch of pair here and some at the other spot. But uh, I always mention, I was like, man, when I was so burnt out and like I was just getting so frustrated with just spinning my wheels in show business, I just started like rebelling against cowboy hats and cowboy boots. <laughs> but anyway, that's a different story. But go on, go on. You were saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, every time I tell them about Chinga Bling, they go like, oh, sometimes I get like, who's that? And then I just play the... Oh my god! Now I'm going blank. The the Drake remake you did, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the Hotline Bling, Hotline Bling. Yeah, there you go. And then as soon as I play that, you go, oh yeah, you know. And then and then uh, you know they they remember. And so you in, in 2020 is kind of when you kind of started coming out before the election, right? If I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And you were you were telling people basically, you know, don't fall for it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know. As a matter of fact, I'm probably going to call this episode Chingo Warren, y'all. <laughs> e- got him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was I was watching you on, on Instagram at the time because I don't think you didn't have the Red Pill Tamales by then, right? I think you were just No, Red Pill Tamales, Red Pill Tamales was a reaction to um, all the hate. So, like, people not want people basically assuming a lot not really wanting to have discourse, just kind of like they were assigned a narrative, like Chingo Bling hates La Raza. He denounces La Raza. He's against Latinos and immigrants. And um, he's a coconut trader, vendido, uh, culture vulture. And it's like, and it's like, whoa, that was a whole mouthful. Like what topic specifically, or can, you know what I mean? Like, like nobody really wanted to kind of ask me, like, all right, bro, what the hell did, what math did you do? Like, right. what did you factor in? Like, are you telling me that this guy is not Hitler racist Cheeto fingers? You know what I mean? Like, like what information do you have or why are you willing to look past that? Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, uh, I was just chiming in saying that a uh, red pill tamales came after where it was like, you know, people like yourself and other people that had already kind of caught on to some of the big picture chess global type of moves and things that were happening. And, um, uh, you know, it's, it's really fascinating once you start to kind of like reframe and kind of look back at your, how you used to think and like just challenge your biases and just kind of look back like, man, I was just like, I, like I know back when I was like, you know, Mr. They can't deport us all whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I'd rarely get into any kind of debates. I know when I dropped an album with that same title, uh, I think there were some like talk radio press requests where some people would try to push back, but I wasn't, you know what I mean? It's a quick radio thing. You're not even really ready. And you're so closed minded. It's like, they're, they're sitting there talking to you about national security or sovereignty. And it's like, nah, man, it's a human rights issue, bro. And uh, we're being scapegoated by Fox news and uh, y'all not factoring in it. Y'all not factoring in uh, what immigrants do contribute. And it was a very like, feelings not not pay attention to like bro come on like now now it's like bro the the border itself as an issue it's like you could breathe you could be um pro rasa and all that but at the same time you have to acknowledge like not everybody coming through is an angel you know what i mean like some people are like you know hey how did you vote for the orange man who called our people rapists and then you got to break it down to them like there are some rapists coming through. You know what I mean? There's a lot of unsavory people who have their own agenda, who maybe don't want to contribute. They don't want to be honest. 
you know, God willing what they're up to, who they're with, who they're down with, who, who sent them, what do they have on them? Like just fencing all alone is a major problem. And uh, I feel like a lot of times Latinos are, for the most part, I'm generalizing the, the old way of thinking. Mm-hmm. It was very just like, uh, kind of like victim narrative. Um, you know, they're all angels coming across. Uh, like the news said, Trump was separating, like ripping babies away from the mom's arms and he was separating the families. And it's like, once you realize how the media plays games with words and persuasion mm-hmm. and all the different ways to manipulate, like when they drop a story, what stories they choose to cover, how do they frame the issue? Instead of saying like they're separating families, instead they need to say the real, the real story would have been like, Hey man, they weaponizing migrants right now. They, they trying to do these caravans and they trying to test this dude and they want to overwhelm and they're trying to exploit all the legal loopholes and the the card, uh, you know, the people who are in charge of moving people of, of moving people around, the people profiting from trafficking people, they understand all the legal loopholes. So they they're telling them, hey, don't bring these papers with you. You got to wear this wristband. <clears throat> if you're married, if you need a fake marriage, we'll put one together. Uh, if you have a baby, if you have a family, that'll be even better. Uh, meet Maria. She's going to pretend to be your wife. Here's a kid. So they're like renting out kids. So the real news story is way more nuanced and complex instead of just they throwing babies in foil blankets like burritos and they built they got them in the cages and everybody was in an uproar. Everybody was like kids in cages, Eva Longoria. Like, I mean, you just named somebody. Yeah. And AOC had on her white suit. She brought the photo, the photographer. But now they they lost 85,000 kids. And nobody's all of, all of a sudden, fools gone wild, don't want to be a Democrat. Like Latino Hollywood don't want to talk about politics right now. Uh, I, I'm I'm busy promoting my film at the moment. I got a new TV show. I don't like the same people that were saying F Trump and anybody who voted for him, especially Latinos. Mm-hmm. Now they're over here trying to promote their book and their movie and their TV show. And it's like, bro, you just dissed half the country. Right. Yeah. And and that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, like you said, they're not talking about it no more. You know, um, yeah, I haven't heard anything about you know, kids in facilities since Biden took office, but it's still happening. If you look up the numbers, it's still happening. And, you know, either way, it's like the the media inflates that information too, because a lot of the kids are between, you know, 15, 16 and 17. So it's like, you know, young, young adults basically. And then, and then you, and then like, I think Raza has been trained to think about the border issue as just like, they're blaming Mexicans. They're blaming Mexicans. They're, they're being mean to Mexicans. They're being mean to Mexicans. But really, it's like, bro, if you follow some of the people like Oscar Blue, uh, Ramirez, or um, Anthony Aguero, like just all the different, Jorge Ventura, all the different people, Anthony Cabasa, mm-hmm. uh, Ber- Ben Burquam. There's just like a bunch of people actually going down there. Yeah. And it's like, bro, for the people that say uh, the border secure, uh, it's just politics. Like it's always been that way. Like I've seen your little footage of Haitians up under the freeway, up under the bridge, but it's always been that way. And it's you, it's you right wing cons- uh, conspiracy people. Mm-hmm. But if, if they actually looked into it, <laughs> then they'd see like, yo, these Egyptians, this Ghana, uh, Lebanon, Syria, like places that got civil wars right now, 
places that got bioweapon labs, like people, I mean, have y'all seen the footage of how many people uh from the from the CCP? <laughs> yeah. Not just that, you know, the, the I think it's like a record number of uh uh terror watch list uh folks. Y puro pelado, puro pelado, they like 22 coming through thugging. It's like Bro, y'all trying to make it sound like it's just women and kids from El Salvador and, El- and all that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's it's the like it, it's way more layered, right? Than than what they give it to you, and you know a lot of people don't want to hear that because you're right. They they think of the border talk as anti Mexican mostly, right? But hey, it, it's it's a whole lot of people coming up through there. Um, yeah, and and you know I think that's what. That's what triggers people, especially liberals too. You know, not not necessarily Latinos also, but like liberals in general. Because I had people I know that you know I've known for years, and then you know as soon as they found out that you know I was going to vote for Trump or I voted for Trump, that's it. They treated me like you know not even Latinos treated me like I hated my own race. It's like, uh huh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know what though? Um, by the same token. I'm grateful for some of the few people, whether like white, Latino, whatever they may be, like people that that like when all that was happening and people were like, oh, man, you you gone crazy and all that kind of stuff. The few that like heard me out like, hey, bro, it's still me. You know, I said, nah, bro. But you know what I went through with my my situation with the uh, with the ice and how you just going to side with the party that's mostly for that? And it's like, bro, it's still me. Like, we got way too much history. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and those few people that that may, maybe they got triggered. Um, maybe they felt a certain type of way. But the ones that kind of like got over it or learned to look past it or gave me the benefit of the doubt. Or whatever it may be, but they're like, are still cool with me, even though like they were they were this close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was it was uh, we lost Kristen. He said he lost his connection or something, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, it was it was kind of you know to to go through that was kind of eye opening for sure, right? Because it kind of. In a sense, you, you get to know who your, your your real friends are, right? Who's in a stick through through whatever, and 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 that's the thing, dude. That with the manipulation and, and people kind of just falling for the narrative, is you know they 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 turn against people they know, man. People turn against their own family, right? You know, and and it was it was real evident, especially during like all the COVID stuff. You know, with with the jab, not wanting to wear a mask or this and that. You know, if you didn't do this, and and that's the that's the guilt trip, right? They were giving you that. That's that's something that when it comes to to Latinos and the border and border security, it's a guilt trip because they feel kind of in a sense. We talked about it before. It's like they feel guilty that they're here, and you know, maybe the other people that are trying to come up here aren't up here, so they kind of got that guilt. They feel bad where it's like, no, I can't I can't stop them from coming. Right. And then when it was with COVID, it was like, well, they made you they try to make you feel guilty because you're going to kill all the old people, all the people mm-hmm. with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, other mm-hmm. thicknesses and all that. Um, so, you know, it, it, it was definitely uh, that whole experience. It was it was definitely eye opening. 
Yeah. Big way. Um, I think it was um, like at, at that point when they, when the media was doing all that, that's when I started really like thinking to myself like, wow, I can't believe it was never this so in your face. Like, like you just said, like COVID brought out their methods and just like it got more aggressive to like, you know, uh, our patience is losing thin and, and, you know, all the pilots, Southwest airlines won't give a damn. Y'all want to go on strike. Like, uh, soldiers, military, this job, uh, these hospitals, nurses, a huevo, a fuerzas. Um, you couldn't have no religious exception. You couldn't like, they were quick to label you. And then all of a sudden they want to just be like, well, you know, people made mistakes and we have to, we have to move forward. And it's like, bro, all of a sudden you want to be all like your claws ain't showing. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of people that, you know, they can't move forward, man. Like imagine all the people that had a family member die and they couldn't be there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I I doubt they've moved forward so easily. Um, So it's, it's crazy, man. Cause I I remember, you know, even, even working, you know, my full-time job and all that, when when Biden basically did like the try to do a little loop loophole thing would go through OSHA, mm. um, you know that was that was a real intense time I think for anybody that was working because now you got OSHA, you know who's supposed to be taking care of health and safety for for you know all workers start mandating a, a vaccine. And did did Biden, you did you did you experience your your job like did they tell you like hey bro. You hold now, but I don't know if you saw the news, man. Like, was it was it one of those things? Where it's like, hey, man, you got till Friday. Nah, nah. Where where I work, uh, you know, the the bosses were pretty cool. They're pretty okay. chill about it. Um, they were they weren't. Uh, how could you put it? They weren't forcing it. They were just kind of recommending it. But if people weren't getting it, they weren't. You know, it wasn't crazy, right? Um, there were still other guidelines in place technically that you could follow if you weren't jabbed but you know they they were pretty it was pretty cool they were pretty cool about it i never felt like oh damn i'm gonna have to do it you know what i mean i never felt that pressure i bet a lot of families did go through that were like restless nights like like bro i think i'm man i'm watching the news like is it gonna go away is there a cure are they gonna stop the mandates yeah but you know it it makes you kind of like kind of like if you factor that into everything this regime is doing it's like bro we i mean were y'all really misled by the fake data were y'all really misled and y'all were just like like the benevolent the uh like benevolent lie like were y'all really seriously thinking y'all were helping by forcing people like y'all were just subscribed to that theory uh depending on what scientists you were choosing to follow or was it a more sinister uh type of thing where it's like like, uh, we know this stuff don't work. Mm-hmm. We know you can't sue them. You know what I mean? We know you're going to need all type of boosters. Like, we know you're still going to be able to spread it. We know there's side effects. And we know that we about to force y'all. <laughs> it makes you wonder. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, here at home, you know, from my job, I didn't feel it. But my wife was, where she was working at the time, you know, they basically gave her, it's like an ultimatum. It's like, you, 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 you get it or... You know we're gonna find your replacement. So and that you know you're when you're you're working right. You, you we're not rich right. We gotta work to 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 get by. Um, you know that's stressful because now you don't know if if the income you're relying on is gonna be there. 
because of this thing, right? And, you know, um, unfortunately for her, she had to leave that job, right? A job that she's, and, and I'm sure she's not the only one, right? But, you know, she was at that company for like about six years, never had any negative, uh, which, what you call it? Uh, experiences. Uh, experiences, reprimands, nothing. She always did her job and cool. But as soon as this thing came along, it was like, basically get it or go. And, wow. You know, was that like an HR type of situation? She, she yeah, it was like a company. It was, it was so stupid, man, because the, the company that did it basically sent like the whole company a memo. And, you know, she showed it to me and <laughs> the way they worded it was, was dumb because they're like, um, because of the president's executive order, oh. you guys have to get the vaccine. But it's like, hold up, he didn't, that, that's not his, he didn't do that, right? But that's how they worded it. And that's what they were rolling with. No religious religious exemption, none of that. So, you know, she had to, you know, she left her job, you know, found one that was kind of in between. And then now she's got a job where she worked from home. So, you know, in a sense, it kind of, thankfully, thank God it worked out. But, you know, yeah, she had to leave the job that she was doing for a while just, just because of that. Uh, man, right now while you're talking, I'm thinking about that uh, some of that food we had out there, bro. That uh, the street street corner hibachi number one, and then and then Chef Paul's Cafe, them chicken oh, yeah. wings. Yeah, yeah, that that was good. That was good. The hibachi was good for sure. So yeah. so so how's California, bro? Like, what's Newsom? What's oh. cracking? Newsom's <laughs> trying to be president. I don't know what the yeah. hell he's doing right now. Um, now California, I mean, it's. You know, every after every election cycle, it gets it gets crazy because, you know, you got your state legislators, your state assembly and, you know, it's it's super majority Democrat. So anything for the most part, I mean, it, people people have been uh, rising up more, calling them, you know, going against this stuff, putting pressure on them, basically. But, you know, really the, the legislation that they want to pass out here is all super left-leaning. I think they were, they have a bill right now that basically allows a 12-year-old, like if they want to leave the home because they don't feel affirmed. Mm. Um, there's, there's another one where if as a parent, you don't affirm your child's feelings, uh, you know, you can have the, your child taken away basically. Um, so it's, it's a lot of, you know, a lot of crazy things we have, you know, you've heard of Scott Wiener, right? Uh, fill me in on exactly what he's about. <laughs> he's uh, he's one of the state legislators here in California, but all, all his bills have been, he's the one that basically got the, we have a law now where if a minor is in a relationship with an adult, as long as it's within 10 years, they don't have to register. I don't know if you, you remember hearing that at all. Uh, I think so. Like the age gap. Yeah. yeah. So he's, wow, he's the owner of that. And, you know, every bill that that dude tries to put in place literally, literally removes parent consent, which is weird. So it's something going on with, with that guy, but he's in government, right? It's like, you know. It's like Adam Schiff, right? Adam Schiff was lying his head off, but he's in government. Um, I'm, I'm reading this book, and one of the quotes was, um, 
I'm I'm a paraphrase. It was like when government fails, it gets rewarded. So it's one of those things where like ahí se meten y entre más la cagan, <laughs> like yeah, like like basically um I, like I'm reading this one book uh that Juan Big Stoner, one of the members of the Tia, he he sent me this one book. Uh, why government schools are bad for your kids. It makes you look at public school different. Like mm-hmm. basically it's run by bureaucrats. It's all a bureaucracy. Uh, the teachers unions and all that super left. Basically mm-hmm. they, they serving your kids a bad product. They're not competing. You know, it's free. You know, yeah. they don't have to give you, you get what you pay for. And then they got to take all comers. So like if you got a whole bunch of new Venezuelan people in your city, like it's going to be some Venezuelan kids and, you know, if some of the kids can't keep up and some are disruptive, ni modo, your kid has to navigate that. Um, some kids are getting put on Ritalin. Some kids are promiscuous. Some kids are starting to slang dope because they're bored. So mm-hmm. if you put your kids in these 13-year government school bids, whoever controls the the textbooks and the educational system, they steer it and they, they you know, it's basically like all the, all the Republicans are going to take out what they don't like, all the Democrats are gonna take out what they don't like, and mm-hmm. then you're left with this this thing where they're not really getting a whole lot. Like they're not gonna be up there talking about we need to end the Fed, and this is what the central banks and they don't they're not gonna be up there saying that. It's all gonna be very just like uh, you know, communism is where everyone's equal. All right, moving right along. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. I think a lot of a lot of young people don't realize that, right? Where where they want equality everywhere, right? With basically the equality of outcome, and mm-hmm. and they don't realize how how bad that is, right? Um, I think the way we have it now, which is equality of opportunity, I think everyone that's here has the equal opportunity to you know make it. Some have a harder road, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you still got that opportunity to to get out, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. look at uh, look at Jay Z and Beyonce, right? They started off rough, but look, where are they now? So, you know, if, if they can do it, anybody can do it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they had their talents and all that, but it, there is opportunity. So that whole oppression that they sell you, is it really true? Because if you look at them, you know, is it, is it really there? Yeah, they're just going to say um, the the comeback is like, well, well, those are exceptions to the rule and they succeeded in spite of the uh, injustice and uh, white supremacy that's you know it's everywhere mm-hmm. you know we can't measure it you know <laughs> we can't yeah. really like okay well give me an example call it out like you know and it's like oh well you know it's it's it's, it's set up already mm-hmm. you know yeah i mean at this point right we're we're, we're what's the new thing a hispanic white supremacist Man, bro, like that was such, there's always something every day to keep us divided and keep us arguing and keep us distracted and, and everything else. And I remember that day, I was like, oh, great, here we go. Like they, You got these stupid wannabe journalists putting out these this fake overblown idea based on fake data and, and inflated stats. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and it's basically just a slick way to other people and let all the lefties be like see new york times said chico blink dude there's this dude um i I think his name is cesar espinosa because he was always trolling and then i threw his name in a skit that's how i remember his name and uh 
somebody tagged me they're like yo this dude literally just called you a white supremacist on like local tv like they were like they were interviewing this dude because he has some little organization like he went and got a dba and Mm -hmm. they were interviewing him about like i don't even know what it was it might have been like hispanic heritage like just oh we're here at the park doing an initiative and he took it upon himself somehow like I, i I don't even think I saw the clip, but the, but the dude messaged me like, "If you want to debate now, what's up?" But basically, he they were interviewing him about something. He's like, "And uh, one of our initiatives for our organization is we trying to counter the uh, you know uh, Latino white supremacists like Chingo Bling." And it's like, "What, bro? You just <laughs> like totally slandered me on the TV." Good thing people don't really watch TV no more. So yeah, yeah, right. Nobody. I mean, you know, the, the news. Media, yeah, that that's dying, man. All all your news and stuff, you you know, you get it from, you know, Twitter podcasts, uh, but you know those big mainstream, MSNBC, CNN, Fox mm-hmm. News, you know, Fox News letting go of Tucker and then basically trying to keep him shut till twenty twenty five. That's that's a weird move, but you know, it just oh wow, you know, it just goes to show that they they're they're dying off and people are looking for alternative ways to get their 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 sources because you know with the with everything with trump and, and what he dealt with in the media with covid and everything that the media did it, it's you know people people's faith in basically any institution at this point is probably the lowest it's ever been and uh, i think half like maybe half the country is like that and the other half is like Dude, what are you talking about? You know, like they're getting mad at Fluffy because he went on Rogan. I saw that. I saw that they they were they were giving him crap for that. But it's like, dude, it's like it's Rogan. If me and you, I'm sure if Rogan say, "Hey guys, come on," absolutely, we're we're going, we're going. It's Rogan. Like that's the biggest that's the biggest platform you could get. You know, and it, I haven't heard the episode, but you know, let's say Fluffy's putting out a special. Why would he not go on Rogan? You know how many people are going to listen to that? It's like, and, and yeah, exactly. Because I guess the people that are mad, I guess maybe they just kind of bought the idea that he's like a racist or something. Mm, yeah. Well, you know, that that's the thing, right? He's a racist, and uh, or was he giving misinformation with the horse, horse pace or he's whatever? Like, yeah, he said the n word. Um, <laughs> I re- like, I guess Fluffy responded to one of his trolls, and then I retweeted the whole thing. Um, what did I say? Oh, I said, uh, I said, I'm glad I got rid of all my woke fans mm. because if you're trying to do stand up comedy, the worst audience member is going to be a woke, offended person that thinks everything is hate speech. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, if you don't understand humor and comedy, like comedy isn't nice. So if you start roasting somebody or the punchline is crazy, like the funniest, funniest stuff is inappropriate. Yeah, the funniest stuff that's gonna have you rolling on the ground, like peeing your pants, like ah, my God, stop! Is just off the wall, absurd, extreme, silly, <clears throat> something just crazy. And um, the last thing you want is a bunch of like you know these woke mecha student Chicano studies, like uh, this is stolen land, uh, Joe Rogan's yeah. racist. Uh, how dare you, Fluffy? Like. <laughs> They're just going to ruin the show for everybody. Like the ones that, uh, uh, no, no, move on. Like somebody tries to do a joke about a certain community or something like, uh, 
that's not funny. Yeah. It's like, lady, who who the hell asked you? <laughs> and and that's that's what I like, you know, as 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 a fan of you know comedy and music, I've always wondered like why would comedians and rappers be so woke? Because at the end of the day, all they're doing is limiting their speech, right? Their their freedom to like a comedian, like you said, push the boundaries, right? The the more offensive you can be, it's like the funnier it's gonna be because it's a joke, right? Um, the same with, with music, right? There's, there are certain things you say on music that you might not say in real life, but it's music. Um, so I never understood why, why comedians and, and, you know, musicians go, go so hard for, for the left, which is, you know, trying to censor your, what you can, what you can and can't say, you know, it's weird. Like, like Eminem, for example, you know, I know he says some crazy stuff in his songs, but he's out there pandering for Democrats. It's like, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> nah, I don't either. Uh, I guess, I don't know. He just took it upon himself to be like the Keith Oberman of rap and just start trying to like be obsessed with Trump and his TDS, like, you know, and orange, so, so I'm snoring, snoring, you know, <laughs> Nazi, Cheeto, thing, you know, and his skin's orange. And it's like, all right, bro, like, man, I like you better when you were popping pills, talking about your mom, <laughs> <laughs> trying to kill your baby mama. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that that whole part, like, you know, I don't, I don't under, I don't, I don't know if I'll ever understand it, but you know, it, it is what it is at this point. You know, it's like um, you, you kind of with with what's been going on recently with the Bud Light stuff, Target stuff. You kind of, you know, on your own, you choose, like, all right, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put my money there, right? I don't gotta, I don't gotta announce it to everybody and all that, but just kind of, hey, all right, I'm not gonna be buying any Eminem albums anytime soon, you know? So, yeah. But that's just how it is. Um, what was I gonna ask you? <laughs> you, when you were talking about stuff in 2020 and after the election, mm-hmm. um, or during COVID, whenever, what what is like the the biggest thing that you can say, like? damn, I warned you guys about this and, you know, maybe you didn't listen. Is there anything in your mind that, that sticks out as like, I wish more people would have heard this or, or listened to this? Um, I mean, I remember just talking about like, you know, the military industrial complex, like we're going to be back at war. Cause I thought it was impressive that Trump didn't start no new wars. You know what I mean? Like, he had to blow up a couple people and he had to like punk a couple leaders and, and, and stuff like that. But like, I was just like, okay, your tax is about to go up. Your freedoms are going to go down. Your free speech is going to go away. Like, um, you know, they're chipping away at this. And then also I think by then everybody knew about the hard drive from hell. So I was like, man, a lot of these countries got dirt on this dude. And you know, one of our biggest threats is you already know over there, the CCP. And, um, you know, so, I mean, I, I just, I don't know how many, if we red pilled anybody, I think there was a, like a few messages here and there, like, Hey man, I thought you were tripping at first, bro. But like, I'm starting to see some of this stuff, bro. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, if people, if people ain't really got it by now, like if they're not even, if they're not peeping game about any of these agendas, like if they're not looking at the media differently or 
the science differently or the government differently or this administration differently. Like if they don't at least be like, all right, I think they sold us a bill of goods. Like this ain't, these are wolf tickets. This is not what they made it seem like it was going to be. Like if you fell for the idea that he's got eight people or 16 people check, uh, checking out his speech in a gymnasium with like hula hoops. And, and, and if you really believe that, like, he's just as popular, if not, he's more popular. It's just that, you know, you don't have to wear a, a Biden hat to, to like democracy. And I don't have to like his merch to vote for the guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like if people still not admitting like, all right, bro, we will bet off with the other guy. Like, yeah, that, you know, that, yeah. that's what I'm kind of hoping for, man. Like just that, that day-to-day experience from when Biden took over to today, you know, and everything's worse. So I'm hoping that, you know, a lot of people, maybe people that were independent and maybe didn't like Trump or whatever, um, that they realize, like, nah, you know, I'm paying more for this, that, and this, and that. I'm hoping that that's enough to get them to, you know, Hopefully we correct the course in 2024, but you know, hey, it's like I said earlier, it's like there's not a lot of trust, right? In 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 our elections and these institutions and, and the people in charge. So, you know, we'll we'll see it. It'll it'll be it'll be interesting for sure. Um mm-hmm. but I know I know uh, you you didn't have uh, that much time, but uh what was I gonna say? Mm-hmm. Uh oh, as a matter of fact. I got your uh, your tour dates up. So how's the touring going? Uh, good, man. I was going to mention earlier, like, like um, there's actually a couple venues, bro, where they acting funny now. You know what I mean? They they like, you know, I won't go into detail, but but it's unfortunate that like because of you know Trump and COVID and just uh, just, just the the just the the notion that. You got it. You can't agree, dis, agree to disagree. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, some people took it upon themselves to like, uh, you know, wage economic warfare. But uh, but yeah, tours going great, man. We just did House of Blues. It was super packed. Big old place. We're headed to Oklahoma City next. Um, I'll be working with Willie Barcena, uh, featuring for him. Uh, there it is. There it is. Oklahoma City, McAllen, Chicago, Arlington, Texas, Ontario, California, Carlsbad, New Mexico. Uh, just check out the website, man. I appreciate it. Chingobling.com. And yeah. uh, you can find everything on the website. But. That's that's Chris Perez, uh, Selena? Chris yeah. Perez. Uh-huh. Selena, Chris Perez, yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're, we're doing Carlsbad with him and Odessa. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Nice, man. Well, oh, cool, man. I need to learn how to do that little trick you just did where you had to pop up uh, big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the, I'm figuring this all out because uh, we just switched to StreamYard. I want to say like a month ago, because uh, we we're using Riverside, but this one has you know all the overlays, the clips. Um, it's definitely way more. It's easier to use, and you can include a lot. So yeah, that one right there was just a uh, an overlay that I put, um, and then I just kind of changed the opacity so you can kind of still see us. Um, Man, you gotta send me that, bro. It <laughs> is right here too. Yeah, well, yeah. When, when you're done with the overlay, man, let's send it to me. Yeah, for sure. I'll I'll, I'll send this to you. And then I got all your socials right there, your your Instagram, Twitter, and your YouTube. So uh, uh, last thing before you go, did, did you see that? I'm pretty sure you saw this already, but this, this thing was funny. 
COVID. I know. Dude, you know what I knew? There was trouble <laughs> when anyone that came to our country didn't have to get a vaccine. And I go, mm -hmm. if you're telling me I can't go to work, but everyone, everyone coming in doesn't have to get one, I go, well, once we found out when Fauci said, okay, I'm sorry, but if you've had two boosters and two vaccines, you can get and give COVID to another guy who's had five vaccines and four boosters. Mm -hmm. What's the difference between a vaccine and a booster? I don't know. It's just more vaccine, but booster sounds better. Anyway, a guy with 25 vaccines would get and give COVID to another guy with 25 <laughs> vaccines. That's why I'm introducing the daily COVID shot. Every day you get a shot. <laughs> By the time you get to your car, you got no immunity. But it's a beautiful 39 seconds. <laughs> hey, the truth the truth is funny, bro. It is. And and I, I'm I'm very refreshed to see uh, these Hollywood dudes that I grew up watching on TV. Like, actually, not only have common sense, but actually have the courage. Because these days, bro, they'll, they'll write a hit piece on you yeah. by, the, by the time you log off. <laughs> for real yeah no, i caught that before we came on i thought that was funny uh dana carvey's uh his impressions have always been pretty on point <laughs> yeah but, there's hope man when you got when you got people like that speaking up you know and 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 making light because you know that's an example of how comedy is uh is powerful and important mm -hmm. um because they're in there just kind of shooting shooting the shoot but they're saying something that was traumatic for a lot of people. Uh, unfortunate, you know what I'm saying? If you feel like, bro, they were really trying to like coerce, bully, intimidate, like, like corrupt ass people, bureaucrats getting all this money, um, demonizing treatments that do work. Like once you see all the behind the scenes, like, oh, bro, you was collecting royalties. Oh, you was getting paid off this. And you knew about this because the email said that. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, bro, we can't let these people get off the hook. Like somebody got to get in trouble, jail, fired, disgrace, something. Yeah, no, and, and that's like you said, right? And that's the kind of stuff that, you know, people like you, people like us were trying to point out, you know, when it was happening. And, you know, you had YouTube and social media, you know, I, I had things removed where at the end of the day, you know, if you if you. If I said that today, it's it's still a fact, right? You know, so you know, I'm pretty sure you dealt with that as well. Uh, not not speaking, you know, that's the thing, right? If you don't just speak to the narrative, then then you're you getting shadow banned. You know what I mean? You know, I I'll have I'll have I'll post something on Instagram and YouTube, and then it'll have thousands of views on on Instagram, zero on YouTube. So it's like, mm. you know what I mean? Or, or on any other platform, but you know, it's it's stuff that we have to deal with and we're battling with. But you know, we're we're gonna keep it going, right? You gotta keep keep up the fight, so to speak. Yeah. But anywho, man. Well, I, I appreciate you for for coming on, um, and you know, hopefully we get you on again and, and talk about some some more stuff. Uh, I seen something before this that I think Texas is majority Latinos now. Something mm. like that. So, you Interesting. know, I think I think we have the Latino community is is naturally conservative. You know, we believe that. I think they just get manipulated into other things, and like I said, that guilt. And you know, they it's like they know it, but they don't know it. And I think that's where 
you know, people like you, us, and Anthony Cabasa, and, and, you know, we had Art Del Cueto uh, on too, and you know, they, those kind of people, you know, they're, they're giving you reality, regardless of how you feel about it. So, you know, keep, keep doing your thing and, and, you know, we'll be here. Thank you, brother. I appreciate the invite, man. All right then, man. Well, thank, thank you for coming on, man. All right. Thank you, dog. Peace. Peace. All right, cool. Well, that was, that was Chingo Blaine. Um, you know, thanks. Thanks for him to, to, you know, for coming on and, you know, for everybody that tuned in, thank you. I had Christian on earlier, but, uh, think he he lost his connection and didn't pop back in but we appreciate the support you know like subscribe and we'll catch you guys on the next one take care